Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guests today, Nick Mohammed and David Schwimmer. My God. Uh, Nick Mohammed is a ferociously talented comedian and comedy actor. You may have seen him live with Mr. Swallow, his uh, live comedy alter ego. He is extraordinary. I love Nick. I was his warm-up on a um, a Mr. Swallow pilot. So I, I am well aware of what a genius Nick is. Uh, I couldn't be more thrilled that he's got his own sitcom on Sky, Intelligence. All, all, um, all episodes are available to watch now on Sky and on uh, Now TV. Uh, and then the, the other chap is David Schwimmer. Now, who isn't a Friends fan? I mean, one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. I am... I'm, I'm going to... This will be very evident in the chat but i i think that david schwimmer is one of the greatest comedy actors who has ever lived i think he's remarkable um and so i on a personal level i'll share this with you i had to keep my fanboy levels in check and i don't really manage it what what really comes across is my admiration for him and so i pick out what i consider to be one of the well, it's, my, it's probably my favourite scene in all of Friends. And I really wanted to know how Schwimmer pulled that off. And he talks me through the technical side. So if you're a fan of the show, that bit really is for you. Because I, I hope you, if you're like me, you're a, a real Friends anorak. Um, and I just thought, I'm, I'm turning this into gossip now. I just thought the longer the show went on, it was as if the writers thought, oh, hang on, this... David Schwimmer can do the lot. And so as the show went on, there were, there were scenes like counting Mrs. Ippoli. There was the teeth bleaching. There was the tight trousers. And so, oh, the stuff when he was dating Bruce Willis's daughter, you know. I mean, so, so Schwimmer on that show was just given more and more heavy lifting because he was so gifted. In the same way that Brian Cranston was given more and more heavy lifting on Malcolm in the Middle, if you want to get... <laughs> I mean, I could... I could talk. <laughs> I could talk all day about uh, memorable uh, comedy performances, but uh, but I won't. Um, oh, and also, when I can remember, I always try to ask people what they do for balance, 
And if anyone gives a better answer than Nick Mohammed's answer on what people do for balance, then I, I will be very pleasantly surprised. I won't spoil it, but uh, wowee, what an answer. Uh, Intelligence is a, is a wonderfully funny show. It's an out-and-out out comedy. That's how we start this chat, because obviously there are a lot of comedy dramas. Comedy dramas are very on vogue right now, and they're wonderful. I mean, crikey, you know, some of the finest shows of recent years. But with Intelligence, Nick has deliberately crafted a show that wears its funny on its sleeve. Uh, my, probably my favourite TV show... Well, no, my, I mean, not probably. Factually, my, <laughs> my favourite TV show ever in the history of telly, ever, 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 is Cheers. And so uh, I, I thought... I wondered if Cheers was an inspiration for Intelligence. It is not. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> as you will discover on the podcast, uh, but no, this this was a this was a real joy to chat with someone I've known for quite a few years and admire a great deal, and then to chat with someone who I've not known, <laughs> but I absolutely do admire a great deal. Uh, so this was a real thrill. Um, David Schwimmer and Nick Mohammed, wow, we huge congratulations. What, one of the things I love about this show is that it's it's unashamedly a, a comedy. So I, you know, yeah. I, I you know I've enjoyed the the comedy dramas that have been popular recently, yeah, yeah. but there's so many jokes in this. There's yeah. physical comedy. There's puns. There's plenty. There's misunderstanding. There's there's so much. Was that deliberate when you were creating the show? I think so. I mean, I think that because obviously you know, like yourself, because because I've got a live comedy background. I yeah. sort of you know I'm very uh, wedded to the sort of search for a laugh, and if anything, probably a bit concern whenever anything gets too sort of dramedy or comedy drama I'm always sort of oh, well, when's the laugh going and you know there are brilliant examples of very good comedy dramas which have done brilliantly but I think I was probably only ever going to write something where it was quite gag heavy I mean it was, it was completely intentional for it to be an out and out comedy and for, for there never to be any doubt about that um, but yeah I quite li- and I quite like the I quite like the mix of the miss you know the, the sort of the the hopefully witty dialogue but also some of the the more physical stuff which is very silly really um and then you know then i guess it's a juxtaposition of that with some of the subject matter that they're sort of sort of dancing around um that is sort of that that sort of attracts me to it really now you know how much all of you this will turn into hero worship if i'm if i'm not careful but how wonderful to get someone on board who can do the lot there are not many comedy actors who can do the lot, oh, yeah. but to get someone on board who can, I mean, that, that, that makes well, a real difference, doesn't it? Nick's one of them. Oh, well, no, for sure. No, I mean, Plus magic know. tricks on top. <laughs> yes, I know, but, but yeah, I mean. No, I mean, obviously, I mean, God, just having David, David but I mean, it's not, it's not just the fact that David can do all, all, all that and, and, you know, has created this, this character in, in yeah. Jerry and, you know, that, that process has been, you know, I've, I've written the scripts, but all of this, it's all been through collaboration and working out the sort of the finer details about, about that character and well the whole thing really but um uh it's such it's just such a treat to kind of have david's wealth of experience on you know on on, on my first tv series as well you know yeah. just to just to be able to kind of lean on that and you know it really has been collaborative with david and with you know other execs and the cast and everyone it's been it's been really good and you know yeah i feel very lucky we are, we'll all, we'll all, we are both really <laughs> very, lucky, very lucky because it's it's been an incredible experience, just creatively and and as Nick said, as a collaborative spirit on from from top to bottom. Everyone's just been there's no ego. Everyone, whoever the best, whoever has the best idea, it wins. You know yeah, what I sure. mean? And 
the casting and and with Matt the director and Charlie and Neris and Tom the producers it, it's just been a dream and Sky has been so supportive yeah they've yeah. been really supportive actually and you often hear not horror stories but you know there's always that sort of slight thing of the commissioners you know sometimes fight back against some of the some of the creative stuff and you know they have everyone has their reasons and sometimes there's a compromise whereas i really feel that with this of course there are notes and you know we're, we're trying to find the best and good notes. version mm. of the show. Yeah, yeah. good notes but <laughs> it really has been everything's been constructed you know, and it is right you know i've had experiences where it's not as been as constructive that that process but yeah you know this really has been you know a bit of a dream and obviously having david involved has been you know brilliant i was reminded of, of cheers more than once in the same way that you know arguably you know the greatest TV show out, and I, yeah, I adore yeah. that show. In the same way that you don't need a, a, a rich knowledge of uh, alcohol to enjoy Cheers, this, you know you don't need to know much about the inte- intelligence. No, but the, no. I mean, the jelly bean scene—I mean, that was yeah. that for me was was a, a huge compliment. Was was like classic Cheers. Uh, uh, was, was that is that was that an influence at all? That show. Cheers. No, I mean, I, I was a tiny bit young for it, but I definitely have seen. Show my age. But um, I, I, it's, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. And Taxi. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would see, I'd see reruns of like Happy Days as a oh. show, which I, which I really, really enjoyed. Obviously, very different. But like, yeah. um, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I watched Friends. I mean, but lots of British comedy. I mean, the things that I loved at British comedies growing up, I'd watch like French and Saunders reruns of some others. Do have them, Dad's Army, like all the classics, Forty Towers, all of that, all of that, Vicar of Dibley, all of that, and then later, you know, maybe slightly more. Um, uh, I just guess sort of as I sort of slightly matured and sort of became a student, The Office and Space, sure. and slightly slightly more, um, I guess, alternative. Well, obviously, The Office wasn't an alternative because it's huge mainstream success, but it felt it felt out there at the time, you know, to do such naturalistic sort of performance and, and it be a comedy. Mm. I, think, I think the reason why I said that is because in, in Cheers you had seven <coughs> or eight three dimensional, fully formed yeah. characters to make for an ensemble, yeah. and in this you've yeah, obviously you two are wonderful. But the supporting characters oh, are, are terrific I mean, as well, has, aren't they? It has to be an ensemble show, really, and um, that's very nice to hear. Yeah, I mean, there was, that, and again, all, all deliberate, you know, to create sure. a real, I think, to, to, to sell the idea of GCHQ, because it's a real place, you have to kind of populate it with uh, characters, at least, obviously, they're slightly exaggerated for comedic effect, but, you know, characters who we can slightly relate to in different in, in sort of different ways, or you feel that you've seen versions of those people, or we know different Absolutely. versions of those people. So. Yeah, they and they're great. You know, casting it was um, a dream, really. I mean, it was Jane, hard. It was hard. It yeah, was hard, yeah, really. Yes. Yeah. The only other person, because Jane Stannis, I, I I'd worked with Jane before, and I pretty much knew that Jane. Yeah, she was Jane, in. Jane was she sort was of in from in, the beginning. In, I sort of wrote that part for her, but but all the rest was just casting, and you know. In the history of sitcoms, it's always nice to have someone to bounce off against, and you and Sylvester have that lovely uh, dynamic, don't you? Yeah, your sparks fly. She is phenomenal. Yeah, and. Um, and that was a tough part to cast uh, yeah. because, you know, they we knew that more than the actors did when they came on, came in, we knew that this person was going to carry the gravity of, <laughs> of the entire series. Mm. You know, hinges on the serious, the credibility of GCHQ. Everything was going to hinge on this person and their performance. So they have to, like, represent GCHQ in a way. And so sort of embody it but I remember when and they have to be funny yeah, absolutely yeah. and she is but yeah, I remember brilliant. Sylvester coming in and there was and it was quite a long passage as part of one of the side you know sides for the audition and she kind of came in and she sort of started and 
fumbled a line and she's like, ah, no, I'm starting again. She absolutely great, yeah. as in she almost told us off. And we're sure. like, oh, yeah. Jesus. She's she like, no, nope, starting she's, again. Yeah, yeah. We're she, like, we're like, okay, yeah. Yes, you, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we found her. Yeah, yeah. But in a way, it was like, yeah, she's so great. Uh, how wonderful for you to sink your teeth into a part like Jerry. One of the things I love about Jerry is that on the surface, uh, on the surface, part of my language, yeah. a, a douchebag, but like all great comedy characters, there's a lot more. Uh, depth, a lot, lot more going on there than, than yeah. meets the eyes, and that's that's lovely. Yeah, it's really fun to play a guy like this. I, I haven't really done it before, um, but I've always wanted to play this kind of this kind of guy who's on paper really unlikable. And um, you know, if you look at if we list his qualities, it's pretty bad: um, misogynist, racist, homophobic, entitled, narcissistic, uh, power hungry, alpha as you say, douche. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, we we worked hard together at trying to find his the right backstory so that we could give him more humanity. And because it's not really, it wasn't fun for me to play in the first table read when we did. It wasn't fun for me. And I was like, I don't, I feel like I'm playing just one note, this one arrogant kind of brash douche and um we kept working on finding you know the humanity and it all came through his backstory so um we realized that everything is a mask it's a performance mm, really yeah. because he's hiding genuine pain he's covering genuine insecurity and pain so once once we kind of discovered that um a lot of, them a lot of fell into everything place, else really. fell yeah. into place yeah, yeah. I've, I've i've said this uh, i think i've said this in print i've certainly said it's a uh, Publicly, I'm just going to say this now. I can say this to your face. Uh, in the history of of comedy actors, uh, I, I put people like Peter Sellers, Julie Walters, um, Phil Silvers, but I would, I would put you in that absolute oh. top top. Uh, That's a, okay. Thank you. That's a <laughs> ridiculous compliment because Peter Sellers is one of my it's one of my faves. Um, yeah, he's definitely inspired me a lot, um, and uh, all the and John Cleese, you know, all the Monty Python guys. Um, uh, anyway, so I appreciate that. Thank you, <laughs> Dudley Moore. Oh yeah, because that's quite common where the American uh, comedians, comedy actors have have British heroes. And I touched on it before we pressed record. A lot of mine are American. What is what's all that about? Because that's really that is so common, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can name uh, as many American heroes of mine, sure. comic heroes. But I think it's um, look, I, I just consumed everything growing up. You know, I, I, w- I was hungry for all kinds. Anytime I could find, especially comedy, I, I was just really hungry to watch as much as I could. Um, so on the American thing, like even even though it was way before my time, like Dick Van Dyke. Oh my, I mean, yeah. um, uh, Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon is you know, one of the greatest, you know. Uh, and again, I, because I, I was drawn to guys like, and women, um, that I really f- believed them. Like, I believed them emotionally as well. I was drawn, not, not, so it wasn't just that, you know, you could do a silly walk or do physical comedy. It was that I believed emotionally in and was invested in their character. Um, and for me, that those were my role models or those performances yeah. when I was really. Um, <clears throat> I was like it when there's a conviction when when you can see the conviction in the in the performance so when someone has absolutely committed mm. to what they're doing for comic effect or dramatic you know you just sort of 
I always love seeing that, especially live, actually, you know, when you sort of see that. John Candy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. the emotion yeah. he brings. Brang. He brought to... You say Brang. I say Brang. Yeah, I saw... I'm going to say Brang from now on. The, the, the motion he Brang. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, to me, like, he's an Academy Award performance in some of his films. Like, Uncle Buck. Mm. Like, tear-jerking performance. I mean, it's just so yeah. emotional. The yeah. pain, the loneliness of that man. So, those are my heroes. You know, when when you can... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Combined great comedy and this kind of real yeah. emotion Th those are the performances and the actors that i really gravitate towards well i mean say so with planes trains one of the oh yeah one of the greatest motion pictures yeah, of, all, of all i mean i can watch that John candy and but, steve martin yeah, yeah. What, why do they why did the movies that we clearly all of why do they not get the love uh maybe critically or, or in the eyes of the academy because these are in my you know these are some of the greatest performances of all time aren't they you know, it's a good question. Um, I, I mean, I think they a lot of those did com commercially, commercially well, yes, but maybe not critically. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the review. I never read reviews when I was, you know, growing up or watching. I just was like Roger Ebert loved Planes, Trains. Actually, oh uh, yeah, yeah, he wrote an essay like years after. Um, another one that uh, is the you know one of De Niro's greatest comic performances um, with Charles Grodin. Midnight, Midnight Run. Run. Yeah. So, and yeah. if you look yeah. at that movie, it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. And and by the end, the emotion of you yeah. know De Niro reuniting with his yeah. kid. I mean, when you realize that that's what the journey was about, yeah. it wasn't about Grodin. It was about De Niro. Yeah. Then you're just like, wow, what a performance! Yeah. And what a what a movie. Yeah. There's a line something like, "Things have been different," and then the other one says. I'd have still hated your guts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There's, um, uh, but also, may, may I say, because with, say with Mr. Swallow, you're doing yeah. something so mm. unique, so original. Can you, 
But that obviously that character's not fully formed. Can you just share with our our listeners and readers yeah. how hard that was to? Because obviously there's going to be there's times in that in rooms where that's going to be tricky, isn't it? Yeah, less less so now, but certainly. I mean, I think I started doing that character, you know, ten plus years ago or something. So um, hmm. there's definitely been times when <laughs> when it's not split the room. I guess it's, well, it was when it when there wasn't as much of a culture on the live circuit doing character stuff and even sketch stuff. When it was very very stand up heavy, um, and so you know, I'd go out like this and you know, yeah. and, and and people were like, well, "What's going? Like, kind of what's going on?" Kind of thing. Um, but um, uh, I love doing. That. I mean, but also there's a there's a real. I, I sort of feel a little bit more. Um, I guess because I'm wearing a mask, but not physically wearing a mask. Yeah, but yeah. Because I feel like I'm mm. in character. I can sort of. I feel less afraid to kind of um, test the waters a little bit. But again, but then it goes back to like if I feel I've got a good script, even if I'm sort of playing around with it a little bit, as well as stuff to hang off, I sort of can go out there kind of confidently. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things in terms of tr- transferring that from like a live setting to say television or something which is something I'd, I'd like to do but I, I, I still don't feel confident that I've got the right idea for that character and I don't want to ever waste it if you know what I mean yeah. I, I think I think there are certain times when it works well the little bits of telly I've done with him it works well and it's fine but in terms of creating a his own say TV I'm sort of I'm, I'm cautious how chuffed are you after you know after all these years to have your own show like this how you can tell I'm, I'm chuffed on your behalf oh, thanks. but how, how, yeah, how, how pleased are you because this is this is yeah, lovely isn't it absolutely like, I wake up every day and I'm abs- honestly absolutely delighted like because it's just been you know it, I guess it's been it's been you know if I think back to the first time David and I met which was probably 2014 2015 mm. 2015 yeah. maybe um, 2015 yeah, yeah and and you know so you know five years so it, it feels and you know we've been we've been sort of talking about doing something and sort of just getting the right, right idea and obviously it takes so long I mean you know even the edit took six months more or less so it kind of Whoa. you know because we had a lot of content sure. and we didn't have a pilot so we just wanted to give ourselves and we, we were lucky that Sky you know gave us that amount of time and that includes the grade and various things but yeah we finished filming in july and we only delivered it end of the year didn't we so yeah. um so yeah so i think I, I just i'm so grateful for the opportunity and i i hope touch wood that we've we've all delivered you know we've we've created a, a good thing like you know is the plan for the show to you know in a again we'll all do that yeah to, to run and run for for hopefully, season after season hopefully. yeah i think everyone's that would be would like to we'd so, love to yeah, we'd love if to we can uh, D- David, I could do a, a, a top ten off the top of my head of, of some of my favourite bits, but I'll, I'll pick one. It's the scene where you have to pretend to Joey that you don't like the drink, even though we know you love the drink. Do you remember the spirit? And you, there's, I think it's one of the greatest pieces of comedy acting I've ever seen. Oh. It's in the kitchen. Do you know the bit I mean? And you you turn your back and you're like. But to his face, you have to be going, oh, oh. Do you, do you remember the scene? <laughs> now I do, yes. Can you, you do it really well. <laughs> you, David, you have no idea how, how many times I've watched that. I think, I think it's, it's an absolute masterpiece. With a, with a sit, because someone's put it on YouTube, they've edited the bits together so you can oh, really? watch it in its sense. You know, and you're, so to, oh, you're doing that and then. Um, with, with a scene like that, are you, are you aware that you're creating comedy alchemy where somebody years later is able to, quote this back at you or, or have you got no idea in the room no i don't think you have any idea I, I, I mean i don't i think what i what i can feel is what's funny like i f- if i feel it's funny then i know it's funny right so if in the if in the performance of it and i think you you 
you, you're probably, I think most actors would say the same. If you, if you know when you, you know when you got it right in terms of, <clears throat> in that case, the turn, right? The turn is one, playing one thing and then the turn is suddenly flipping it and playing another, right? So if you feel like I got the turn right, and you have to make sure in that instance, if you're doing multicam, I know exactly where the cameras are, right? So I know, and I also know the camera operators and the focus pullers and the, you know, you know everyone. So I know exactly when I'm going to turn this way. I know exactly how to hit it, right? Because my I know God. I know the edit. So technically. So, mate, they say, I, honestly, I'm yeah. in my mind, I'm going, oh! Yeah, so there four, yeah, there were four cameras. So you know, you know, you just learn it's very technical. It's very technical, but you also feel when you could do it better, right? And so, you, you know, at the end of a take, you say, I, I could do it better. Let me do it again. You know, and you keep doing it until you get it right. Usually, and I think same with Nick, because he's, I think we're very similar actors. Actually. Yeah, sure. I think the first two takes are usually the best. And then other stuff might happen. Or if, if then we improvise and something else happens, we discover new things. That's different. But I mean, if you've rehearsed enough, then usually when you're actually shooting, the first take or two is usually the best. Obviously, I don't have the experience that David does by any means. But, it, but it is, I think it's that, but, but you must know, it's, like, like it's, it's a rhythm thing, isn't it? Like, you know, it's a, you can feel if the rhythm of something is, is right, whether it's a look or a yeah. delivery of a line or punchline or a reaction. Like, it feels that there is, and not just kind of the timing, but just the, 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 the whole the, the, that whole kind of package and... I guess I don't know what comedy bones is, but I guess that's maybe maybe comedy bones means that you just have a an, an uncanny knack of just knowing when the rhythm is yeah, right and it communicates yeah. in the right kind of way. Um, it's like making contact with the baseball bat and the ball, isn't it? I guess you know you know when you've got hold of one. Yes, yeah, you know when you've got a real hit before yeah. you see where it goes. You know you've got a hit. Yeah. Uh, be, be, before we go, may I ask what do you something I, I don't know about either actually. When you're not making uh, hit TV shows, being hysterically funny, responsible for some of my f- favourite comedy memories of, of my of my life, uh, what what are you doing for for, for balance? I family probably right? family got two little boys. Uh, I play the violin and piano, so I music quite a lot of music. My wife and I both play in an orchestra, so we that's our sort of just de stress because we can just. What does she play? She plays well. She's an amazing pianist, way better than me, and uh, but she plays viola as well. Do you do you Incredible. play together do you, sometimes? Sometimes do you piano dance. Yeah, I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah, that's great. It's how I proposed uh, to Becca was off the back of a piano duet. So I had I had printed out. It was our anniversary of like us getting together. So we I printed out this Beethoven symphony transcribed for two pianos because I knew it was her favourite. And um and then on the last page, yeah, as you just said, we remember so we started playing. We actually had a little bash through it the other day. I can't really remember. I'm, I'm really ropey on it. That's She's extraordinary. So great. Yeah. Right. So I like all that stuff. Beat that. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same. Yeah, yeah. exactly uh, the same. Yeah. No, I listen. I mean, I'm a dad as well. So I, anytime I can grab with my daughter, I, I, I would like to spend with her taking trips or just hanging with her. Um, other than that, yeah, just hanging with family and friends, you know, theater, movies, yeah, dinner, movies, telly, yeah. you know, just the regular. Fantastic. I've got two young girls myself, so I, 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 right. I can absolutely. <laughs> thank you both very much and huge congratulations. Oh, well well done, you. guys. That's huge and heartfelt thanks to David. Sh- I mean, <laughs> don't get to say that every day, do you? Uh, huge and heartfelt thanks to David Schwimmer. 
I think it's only just sunk in that that we uh, had him on the podcast. But if, if, I'm sure you're I'm sure you're like me and you love Friends, and so you know it's a it's nice to have that moment where you go bloody hell, you know. Um, but not for too long because otherwise I think you do disappear up your own jacksy, don't you? But uh, so that little three second window <laughs> that I had just then. Now I'll move on. Uh, David Trimmer and the the incredibly talented. Nick Muhammad. If you've enjoyed this episode, please spread the word, share it on Twitter, tell your friends. Um, we are at Balance LDN. I am at James Gill Comedy. Huge and heartfelt thanks to everyone who made that happen. Um, I, I barely contained that, as I say, I barely contained the the fanboy levels. Uh, five star review always helps and a positive write up. Um, and thanks to you for listening. Always very very grateful. If this is your first episode, check out that back catalogue. My God, Ricky Gervais, Henry Cavill, Regina King, Patricia Arquette, Lee Mack, many, many more. Um, yeah, super grateful. Thanks a lot, guys. I've been James Gill. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.